Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's not that I ever would steal from old people, but I'm saying if I wanted to... I don't think normal people think about ways I'm to steal you, from old people. I'm telling you, you could just ride that thing back and forth all day long, and I would... That sounds I would, wrong. I would make, <laughs> but I would make so much money. Because, I mean, it's so easy. you just be like, hey... Oh, right over there. Look off that side. Bam. Unprotected. Are they really that willing to abandon their belongings? Oh, they abandon everything. It's like they're throwing it at you. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll explain it here in a minute. Okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to thank everybody, too, who's been uh, listening in over the last couple of weeks because... We've been uh, we've been in and out of the studio. We posted some shows on the road. Well, a show we did, and then we posted two <laughs> two on Friday. So it's been uh, it's, it's been it's, a little sporadic, but we're back. Yeah, we're yeah, back I'm, in effect. I feel like I'm just kind of getting my bearings back because you know uh, we took Fun Employment Radio to Alaska. We did, which that happened, which was amazing. Alaska is a magical place. It is. It I is. still like a week later. I'm still I'm still on a high from it. I love that place. Yeah, it's fan. It, it was fantastic, and we did that. Put some shows up. Those are all at FunEmploymentRadio.com or on iTunes and Stitcher and all those places. Um, and then uh, over this last weekend, so I was back for a, a little over 24 hours mm-hmm. last week and then was back on the road up to Canada over this last weekend. You went to Canada. I went to Canada, land land of the Canadians. And I, uh, I, I went up there, and so that's why we didn't have a show yesterday, which uh, I apologize for that. But we're back today. We're back in effect, sir. We're back in charge. Wow, you sound really hip, We're Greg. back in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that hip? <laughs> is that hip how I sound? Uh, so, so thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, if you're listening live, you can hop into funemploymentradio.com slash live and join the chat there. I, I feel a little bit rusty. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little rusty. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's just get right I'm into to, it Trying then. to bounce back into it. Yeah, the best way is just jump with both feet just in. Just jump, jump right in there. So I want to hear what the hell you're talking about. about uh... Uh, okay, I'll explain that. I'll explain that here in a minute, what, what I'm talking about. And I'm, again, I just want to emphasize I'm not stealing from old people, but I'll explain how I could. The more you say you're not stealing from old people, the more it sounds like you've stolen from old people. Well, I haven't, but I mean, I, I'll explain it. Uh, so, so yes, I went up to Canada over this last weekend. I went to Victoria. Victoria, Canada, which is on Vancouver Island. Oh, in, I've been to BC. Victoria. It's very glamorous. It is. Mm-hmm. It's it's very nice. It's um, it's it, yeah yeah. I Lots went of there. fancy boats and lights and buildings. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of those things. All of those things. All of those things are mm-hmm. there. I mean, I used to go to Victoria as a kid a lot. That was kind of our vacation spot. Was was we would go to Canada, and so I I remember it as a kid. Although all I remember was being bored by the gardens that they have there. They have the <gasps> Bouchard oh, the, Gardens. The Buch- I remember being bored as a kid by those two. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, and okay. it's just never-ending flowers. It's like, all right, how yeah. long do I have to walk through this? Yeah. It's more flowers. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my gosh. There's another flower there. That's so <laughs> fantastic. So that's one of the big things they have outside of Victoria is, is the Bouchard Gardens or Bouchard. I don't know what the right way to say it is. I, I, think, it's heard bu- it. I think it's Bouchard. I always heard it was Buchart, but I don't know. My dad could have been pronouncing it wrong, too. So I, I have no idea. Anyway, they, they have that up there. And so that's what I remembered as a kid. And then a couple of years ago, I went up there again as an adult. And I'm like, oh, there's there's much more to this. Um, let me let me say this. I was uh, It was a lot of fun. 
I do love going up to Canada. There are some funny things, though, as as similar as Victoria is, because Victoria is technically, it's south of the border of Washington State. Mm. Like, it, it dips down into Washington. So it's like fake it's Canada. It's really not that far away. Right. No, it's pretty much, it's the exact same climate. It's the exact same everything as as here. It's just uh, once you cross over, then all of a sudden you're in Canada. And But there is a difference right when you get over there. And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny seeing just like the little twerks the little tweak twerks that's probably not what you call it the little <laughs> tweaks um, <laughs> they're just twerking around <laughs> <laughs> Canadians twerking the Canadians around. when I showed up they were all just doing their little twerks it was yeah. so weird <laughs> yeah and and there there were though some obvious things where it's like even though everybody's pretty much the same as as you are in Washington State or, or Oregon or anything like well, that. Well, you are in a different country. But you are in a different country, and so there's slight little things, and if you know, you can you can pick them up pretty easy. So let me let me tell you this. I don't think I have ever heard so many Canadians use the word buddy as, as hey, I buddy. was up there. I felt <gasps> Wait, like, like the South Park yes, making fun of Yes, I felt like I was in a South Park <laughs> episode. I went out downtown Victoria at night, and... And there, there were a couple hey, things, like one stereotype that was fully upheld, and then there was another stereotype that was broken about Canadians. <laughs> but yeah, the buddy thing, they totally do it. And I went out on, um, on I think it was a Saturday, Saturday night. Uh, I went out in downtown Victoria, which isn't that big. But Tell me more, buddy. But, yeah. <laughs> and so I went out there, and I, was, I, I wanted to watch the uh, University of Oregon Michigan, Michigan State game, which like Canadians all watch football because that's all that was everywhere. It was U.S. and Canadian football everywhere. And so I, um, I, I was at this bar watching it, and there was, a, there was a Canadian guy next to me, and him and his girlfriend, they were watching it. And we were watching the game, and at, at about a certain point, like everything in the mood in this place changed. It was about 8.30 p.m., 8.30 or 9. Okay. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there were just these flocks of people that came into this place. There was hardly anybody in there beforehand. And so that's, that's why it was kind of nice. I was just sitting at the bar and, you know, talking to the bartender or whatever. These flocks of people came in. And this is where the one stereotype was broken, which was that uh, not all Canadians are nice. That is, that is, a, that is a false That is a false. Wait, thing. so what happened the at 8.30? Are nice. so you're just sitting on a bar and everyone's just watching a game? It's like it turned into club hour. Like it turned into club time because here's don't the other Canadian thing. Don't Canadian places do that though? Like they're a pub during the day and then at some point like it just becomes like I don't know. I didn't know that. Thing. I yeah. didn't know that. So maybe that is what it is. But also they can drink at 19. So you got a lot oh, of Lord. young drunk people and I'm sitting there watching this thing and all of a sudden I feel my chair being shoved and I look behind and it's these two girls I mean they look like they're 12 to me but apparently they're old enough to drink in there and they're like shoving my chair to somehow wedge behind like there was no reason to do this Mm -hmm. they could have easily gone around me but they were shoving my chair forward to get behind me to order these drinks and they're bouncing all over the place because they're just annihilated and they're they're yelling at the bartender hey buddy 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 oh snapping snapping at him oh snapping at the guy and like w- leaning around me and yelling at him and they got served so i guess they did they didn't care about that oh, okay. but these these girls were obnoxious obnoxious and drunk snapping at the bartender and then yelling at him cuz he wasn't going fast enough but the bartender and totally obliged totally to them? obliged totally obliged and oh, served them annoying. so he was that's like on the, the bartender he then. was like the nice canadian and then they were the two uh they they were the jackasses behind me but the buddy thing though it was amazing because then more and more people started coming in. And like, hey, buddy, can I get a couple of beers? Hey, buddy. Can I get a couple of Canadians over here? Can hey, I buddy. A, a couple of Canadians? That's what they call Molson. Oh, okay. Molson Canadian. They just call them Canadians. <laughs> oh, that's weird. It threw me off for a minute. I've I'm like, never heard that. Yeah, can I get a couple of Canadians here? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Can I get a couple of Canadians, hey, buddy. 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 Hey, buddy. And even the bartenders were doing it back. They're like, oh, hey, buddy. 
Yeah, what do you want, buddy? It's like, I was in a South Park episode. I just expected Terrence and Philip to come walking yeah, out I behind me. I saw you post like, something about the, you're going to Canada with all the flappy-headed Canadians yeah, or something. No. I was like, oh, I love me a good South Park reference. <laughs> but it did. It felt like I was in a South Park episode. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. I will say this. Um, a couple other notes about, about Victoria. I think there must be like a, like a city-wide rule that you only hire attractive women to work at your... Uh, at at your bars and restaurants because there's a lot of hot chicks in Victoria. There there were I mean it was weird. It's like there was a Greg point. Nibbler. Okay. No, it was like there was a that was the point of what they did. I mean the one place there's well this yeah place they want to like, make money off of all the tourists. Yeah, well it worked. Uh, there's a place yeah. called Irish Times. I swear to you like it's a it's a nice restaurant but the girls are dressed in like Catholic schoolgirl outfits. It's like they're all dressed <laughs> like Britney Spears and <laughs> that's just the 1998's thing. Britney Spears. 1998's Britney <laughs> yeah. Spears. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was it was it was really cool. Uh, Keelan's being asked in the chat. Uh, hey, Greg, did you see any black people? Yes, yes, I did, Keelan. So there's all three the answer of them. To that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they were American. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, it it was it was really awesome. It was a lot of fun, and um, it was it was funny kind of going around to some of the different places because you know it is a touristy touristy town. Yeah, because that's like know. a cruise ship town too, Yeah, isn't there's it? cruise ships that come in, which that changes everything. Lots of, lots of cotton tops running around. A lot of cotton tops. There's so many old people. <laughs> I mean, and they are... When the when the cruise ship is in, you know when the cruise ship's there. And luckily, you know I was a tourist, but at least I wasn't on the cruise ship. I wasn't a cruise ship tourist. Oh, thank God! Because they're you're well, like no. a level above. No, I'm not saying that. But do you have you ever been around cruise ships, like cruise ship tourists at all? Mm, do you know what I'm t- referencing? I'm not trying to say I'm better than that, but I mean, uh, I, I have am. when I've been in like like Mexico, and I've seen you know like, but I haven't like spent a concentrated amount of time around cruise ship people. Okay, but they always are all just in like flocks, and they have like. Like little like cards hanging from like yeah. things that they're wearing around their necks, and they're all being shuffled around. Yeah, and I've gone on a cruise before, so I, I have been that person. Although maybe not to this extent, but yeah, they they travel in like flocks and hordes, and it's a lot of cameras are out taking pictures, and the old people are they shove a lot, they shove a lot. This I think old people are one of the things I observed the most during this trip. Like they don't they don't give a shit if you're if you're in the way. Like you, wow. you are you are getting moved aside because they're there for business. They're there, they have business to attend to, which is to get to whatever shop they want to go to. They want to, to buy they, their food and they want to get their <laughs> yep. souvenirs and they want to get back pills. on the ship. I need food so I can take my pills. <laughs> so they they uh, they're very they're, they can get a little shovey, a little bit shovey when you see them come in. But the other uh, the other things too with downtown Victoria, since it, it is a tourist town, some of the bars were kind of interesting. I went to this one called Big Bad John's. Which I don't know. I like the name of it. Yeah, it's Big Bad John's. It's. I was trying to think of how to describe this bar. It's kind of like if Landmark Saloon here in Portland um, were on like extreme steroids, <laughs> like way roided out, borderline heroin. That's what Lam. That's what. That's what, what so Big is it Bad like John's Super is. Country or what kind it's, of? It's so over the top. It's ridiculous. So it, they also have like the Birdhouse in Alaska. The bar. The bras on the wall theme. They did that like way over the top. I wonder where that. Well, I mean, I know it probably started with Hogs and Heifers in New York because that's been there for years. And then that's their thing. Yeah, that was. What's Hogs and Heifers? Hogs and Heifers is the bar that they based uh, Coyote Ugly off of. 
So it's like a notorious uh, New York. <laughs> they call them hogs and heifers. I don't know what's the notorious. Isn't that about girls that you dance know what? on and, the bar? And sadly, I think it just is closing this year. If not, it hasn't closed. It's an old bar in the meatpacking district in New York, and it's just it's just like this tiny stinky bar where for like years and years they've collected bras and underwear, and that's where they got like the girls dancing on the you know up on the bars and everything, uh-huh. like all the hot chicks. And then yeah, it was called hogs, hogs and heifers. Hogs and heifers. Isn't that kind of mean? I don't. Uh, the <laughs> girls were very far from hogs and heifers. They look well. Just I know, fine. but I mean, okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know. What but I the think right that might have been where it started from. But I don't know anybody who would be like, I spent seventy dollars on a bra. I want to take it off and leave it someplace. <laughs> Bras are fucking expensive. Like they're super expensive. I know that you don't know this. No, I don't. But I have you have no to idea. spend like a significant amount of money to get a decent bra. And when I'm looking around at these places and I see like expensive bras, I'm like, this is a lot of money. This is like $140,000 worth of bras up here. <laughs> like are one of them my do you, size? Do you think about taking any of them? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Again, bras are expensive. Wow, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Huh. So there's a whole bra racket going yeah. on there. All right, so this place had bras too. Yeah, they had bras. They had bras on the wall. Um, you, it's another one of those places too where you can eat peanuts and then throw the shells on the floor. Oh, I like those places. Which that is fun. I still always feel bad doing it though, even though I mean that's the theme. That's what you do, and they sweep it up afterwards. Like it's part of the part of the experience of the bar. But I still feel bad like throwing it on the ground. I don't know why. I can't get over that in my head. Okay. Well, Carrie's saying that uh, Carrie, a friend from uh, Canada, she says that you wear a second cheaper bra over your nice one. You take it off, and then that's the one that you can donate. And then oh, I guess they take the money. They donate money for each bra donated by a patron. Oh, okay. I don't know what they donate the money to, but apparently there's some donations huh. with the All bras. Right. Yeah. Well, there we go. Okay. The bra, bra donation. Wait, can we start that for Fun Employment Radio for our studio? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. <laughs> we have big ceilings in here. Maybe that can be our thing. I think this should be the Fun Employment Radio studio's thing where our guests donate their bras and then, uh, you know, we donate money to something. <laughs> And by something, we mean our bank account. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I love this idea. Okay. I want you to think about that. That is kind of funny. Okay. So you're in. I'm not in. I'm thinking about it. Well, then, then you, so if we, so. we could dangle something from the ceiling. I mean, it's true. We do have really high ceilings. Yeah, we do. And really low morals. So let's see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> we could turn around and sell them. That'd be really bad, though. No, we're not going to sell other people's <laughs> donated bras. It's just, no. <laughs> just I much. love this idea, though, and I like that you're into it. So that's a thing now, right? Oh, God, We've I could see someone that. coming in. Like, I would think like most people think it was funny, but I can see someone, I don't know, like who we think is going to oh, find it Portland? amusing. They're not going to find it amusing, no. No. There's going to be somebody that will be highly offended by no, it. No, it would be pretty bad. That's why, we, that's why you make a donation and see, then it's, oh, yeah, okay. We'll work this we'll out. We'll think about something. <laughs> You're actually into this? I'm amazed. No, no, I'm, but I'm not into that, but it, like something hanging from the ceiling actually might be a good idea. Okay. And it's like soundproofing, so. Yeah, but what then? What if it's know. not bras? I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Okay. Okay. All right, well, But I want to get back to the very beginning when you were talking about how you can like take a whole bunch of old people by storm or whatever it was oh, that you yeah. were saying. Okay, so, so to get to the- you said that and then I don't know what you're talking about. I need to know- What's happening okay, with this? Okay, so there's only two ways to get to Victoria <laughs> as far as Vancouver Island. You can either, um, as far as I know, I don't think there's any bridge anywhere on the island. Um, the, you can either take a, if you're rich, you can take a seaplane, which those are uh, those are the rich folks. I, w- I really want to take a seaplane, by okay. the way, because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I took the ferry, you know, with the commoners. So you take this ferry over and it's, it's you know, it's a big typical ferry holds, I don't know. 300 people something maybe more ferries hold a lot more than 300 people is it more than 300 i don't i don't know okay i think but so a 
5,000 people. 5,000 like, okay, people. Okay, if you're a fairy expert, they, tell me. 5,000. How many? Okay, I want to test this. So they, they hold, how many do they hold? I would think the fairy holds 1,400 people. The fairy okay. between, yeah. All right, you're, gonna, you're, you're guessing that mm-hmm. much? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll look this up. I'll okay. look this up. Maybe wow, somebody it, in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live can... Uh, <laughs> do it while we're doing the show, but don't talk while you're doing it. Can look in there Just and, and see what it is. Just let people listen to you type. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, oh, it's 1,000. 1,000 passengers is what I'm seeing. That's what I heard. So right, I was, that means, no, well, not in your first guess. Okay. I was better. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so you take the ferry over there, um, and as I said, there was a lot of you know a lot of cotton tops. There was a lot of lot of, lot of old people on these. Was the things. ferry just full of old people? Uh, for the most part, yeah, 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 yeah. Old, old people and tourists from other countries, like Japanese tourists. Well, from other countries. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly Japanese tourists. Mo- yes. Okay. Mostly. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. So. So you, uh, and that, that was like a lot of, a lot of what it was, but as you're going through there, you know, you're going through, through the water and there are whales out there. Like one of the big things are whale watching trips where you go out to go see the whales. I don't get whale watching. I could not be less interested in going to look at whales and people pay like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, like go on a boat to look at whales. Maybe it's because I grew up in the Pacific Northwest and like growing up on Whidbey Island, we would see whales off the coast all the time. Yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way you do. Yeah. Um, you know, so I have friends neat, that are cute, like really into going whale watching, which is everyone has their own well, there's thing. There's big money in it. There's huge money. Yeah, people will pay like two hundred bucks a pop to like go on a boat to try oh, and yeah. see a whale. One of the main things there was it's it, the company called Prince of Whales, but then it's spelled <laughs> like a whale. Uh, but they, I mean, it was huge. Like they constantly had ships going out and planes going out and all that stuff to go see these whales. And yeah, they're making like money hand over fist for this. I don't know. It's neat. I've seen mm-hmm. whales. I've yeah, seen whales on boats before. Or, yeah. From the shore, I mean, it's cool, but so I don't think I would So did you see a whale pay. on the ferry or something? Uh, yeah, so, well, I, actually, well, here's the, here's the thing. So I was riding on the ferry, this was coming back, and someone somewhere up at the front claimed to have seen a whale off the side of this thing. And now, it, these are big ferries, and so... So you, I was, I was happy to be looking that way, and I just saw these people slowly flocking over to the side, and then just speeding up and speeding up, and they were all flocking to where this one person, someone, claimed to have seen a whale, and everyone in this entire section of the ferry, all these old people, dro- like dropped everything they had and sprinted as fast as you know <laughs> they could sprint. They dropped all their bags and everything. They dropped everything. They left it all in their seats and all ran over there like fa- as getting their cameras out as fast as they possibly could. You know, but they're practically trampling each other to get over to the side of this boat and to see wherever this whale was that somebody claimed to have seen off the side of the boat, off the wow. side of the ferry. And they did this and they dropped all their stuff. And I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, you just left everything unattended in this entire Area. Yeah, probably your passport and uh, everything, everything. Everything, all all to see this whale. And that got me thinking, you know, not that I would ever steal from old people. Again, I want to just make sure that's clear. You know, I, it's not something that I would do. Mm-hmm. But if you were to be so inclined, what more of a perfect way? You have one person go over there to the side, just say, whale, you know, scream it out. <laughs> And you get everybody rushing to over there. To drop all of yeah. their crap yeah. and then go and just, go through all their bags. It's like lemmings over the side of the cliff. Like they're all just sprinting there. And then you just have your, you have your pick of all this stuff. 
You know, I mean, and then on top of that, they're going to be old, so they're going to get back. They won't remember where they were sitting. It'll take them a couple minutes. Jesus, Greg. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying to do this. I'm just saying. And they're fairly slow, so I mean, like. They are slow. It'll take them a while. And they're forgetful. Uh-huh. You know, it'll take them a while to figure out what's missing. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe this is part of some little little scheme they got going there. You're a horrible well. person. <laughs> I would never do it, though. Did the whole, like, sight of the boat tilt <laughs> as, like, they all I ran? don't know. Okay, and I, I swear, I don't know whether this was because it was like rough waters or not, but it it did tilt that way. So I don't know if the, the whole boat on every level was all doing this. Maybe that was just a wave, but it did kind of did kind of seem like this. It's being noted in the chat, uh, Mr. Jenkins. Yep, good old Greg. High ceilings, low marks. No, I'm not the one that's doing it, though. I didn't do it. So, you know, that makes me clear. Uh, I'm saying I do not steal from old people. Let's, once again, we're putting that on the. On I like the how record. you're giving other people ideas on how to steal from old people. Well, I'm just saying if you wanted to, it would be a pretty genius. Oh, my genius. God, Greg, stop talking. <laughs> so, I I mean, am I wrong, though? Am I wrong? I, hey, I, buddy. I, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see all of the cotton tops flock into the side. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to wear like a lot of. Like spangled like, jackets <laughs> and getting some like hats. Like, what are you gonna steal from old people? I guess they have I don't a lot know. of. Men- they probably don't <laughs> trust. <laughs> they probably don't trust banks, so they probably have a lot of cash. Oh, that could be. That's totally it, because you know that they don't trust that internet thing. Right? No, they definitely don't trust the internet. Yeah. So and they, they don't do trust not cards. Trust the internet. They think everyone's everyone's gonna try to steal from them online, mm. so they carry it all. And they with put them. it all in their money belt, but their money belt was a little binding, so they take it off and put it into their sack. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then they forget about it, and then yeah. they run off to see the whale. And all they have is whales on their mind, and you you call out whale. That's it. That's where they're going. Oh God. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I was just saying, it's if I wanted to, I could have, and I didn't. So I think I should be applauded uh, for that. You should be account- commended for holding restraint as to not be robbing a bunch of old people. Yes, probably. Okay, that's probably it. I just want. To I don't know. Sure. I'm not used to riding uh, riding ferries. It's not very often that I do that because I didn't, as you know, growing up very often, other than like little river ones that we had. <laughs> you you grew up doing this. Is this? Are there like are there like uh, pickpockets on ferries and stuff like that? There are pickpockets on ferries. You have to really? be careful. You can't leave your. It's just like in an airport. You can't leave your stuff abandoned because somebody could snatch it right away from you. Okay. As my mother taught me, every person in the entire world that you meet is trying to steal your purse. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. It that, is you true. You do have that. I am so paranoid. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I I'm well aware. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been around around you during your paranoia of people stealing stuff. No, I know. Even if I'm leaving somewhere and someone's watching my bag, I'm like, can you watch my bag? But really, can are, are you really going to watch my bag? Like, can you really just watch it or should I take it with me? I get a little freaked out. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone is trying to steal from me. I know. Just all of my riches. Just don't, don't run to look for the whale. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I do have some World of Crazy. I'm so excited. I feel like I haven't done this in forever. I know. Should, should we do, do it? S- should we do some World of Crazy? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Buddy. Um, I just hey, found- buddy, give me a couple Canadians, buddy. While we were talking, I just found a timely story as to the whale thing that you were talking about. Really? Which is another way that you could profit from whales, Greg. Whale profits. Whale of a profit. Don't glare whale at me. You're the one talking time. about robbing gonna, old people. I was, I was waiting to see where else you were going to go with it. I thought no. maybe you had some more in there. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Stop saying that because now I'm gonna see, I have to say it back, and it's just like a tick. Give me a couple Canadians, buddy. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. You're not even listening. I'm here. I pulled a whale story for you. 
said, welcome to World, World of Crazy. Okay. And he said, hey, buddy. And I said, hey, buddy. This is actually a whale story that took place off of the coast of Wales. It's a double whale story. Oh, mm, holy shit. So out of Wales, a pile of whale vomit is going to be going up for auction for uh, upwards of $10,000. Whale, In other news, whale vomit uh, auctions for $10,000. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't so know. Now's your, well, I know. So now... How do you collect whale if vomit? If you are interested, it's your chance to own a nice big chunk of grade A whale vomit for just $10,000. Wait a minute. What do, what do I get with that? Like, what's you get whale vomit? So here's <laughs> well, okay. what uh, here's what this news uh, organization says. So Earth Touch News explains why people would want to purchase whale puke. So whale puke, uh, this particular one was spotted by a lucky man watching his uh, walking his dog on an island off the coast of Wales, is a prized commodity. So this substance is. Uh, which is from the whale, is created in the bile ducts of sperm whales. So it may be produced to help whales pass larger, irritating objects they swallow accidentally. Why do I want this? This sounds gross. <laughs> so once expelled, the whales substance are gross. can float around the ocean for years. It's stinky when fresh. I don't know why. <laughs> that nothing so far sounds appealing to well, me as not, far as... it's not fresh anymore, as one would expect with a whale poo and or vomit. But as it ages, it develops a more pleasant musky odor. So you can buy musky-odored whale vomit. So it's like like a cologne. All right, so let me tell you this. So, okay, this is why. So, uh, people who make perfume, perfumers, if you will, uh, aren't interested in it for smell. However, they like to have it because it's really good at making scents stick to human skin, therefore making their perfume more expensive. Ugh. So, if you put some whale vomit into the perfume, <laughs> it makes the scent stay on you longer, therefore That's... making the scent more enticing. Let me ask. Okay, along those lines, let me ask you one more question about old people, especially old ladies. Okay. Why do they wear so much perfume? Because I'm kind of allergic to that stuff, so especially when it's overdone. Like, I can't even walk through. If I'm walking through a department store, I have to completely avoid the perfume section. Well, you're very sickly. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sickly, but I just can't breathe or see when I'm around it. So why, why do old ladies wear so much perfume? Maybe they're masking their scents. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're a lady. You're I'm soon to be old. old. Why do you? <laughs> I'm not the one pushing 40 there, buddy. <laughs> All right. Okay, fair enough. But, you know, you should probably know these things. Like, why do they Why do they do it? I don't know. To mask the I have no one death? else to ask this. Like, the <laughs> scent of... Wow. What? To mask the scent of death. That's why they're... No, I'm just like maybe their you know their noses don't work as well as these. Maybe they just don't think they've put on enough so that they can't control as much as they put on. Uh, somebody in the live chat named Mr. Hamhands says, uh, "So death can't find them." <laughs> Mr. Hamhands. Mr. Hamhands, what are you doing here? Who is Mr. Hamhands? I have no idea. Um, all right, I was just. Who comes I was up with the name Mr. Hamhands? I, I don't know. There's there's. Some That's like my new hands. favorite word to say, by the way. See, this is what you get if you're a live subscriber. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. You get to make up fun names like Mr. <laughs> Ham Hands. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so this is auctioning for $10,000, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Well, Speaking what, of smell, right. what? You can get more from that then? If I could, can I turn a profit on it? No. So the whale, so people want the whale vomit because it makes the scent stick to you better. Right. And then you can make more expensive perfume. Okay. All right. So speaking of smells, from uh, whales to Florida... A South Florida campus is on high alert as a serial foot sniffer is on the prowl. Dun, dun, dun. Serial foot sniffer? The Florida International University Police Department said a man has been crawling underneath tables. Ew! Ew! At the Florida International University Library to take whiffs 
of people's feet. Oh, oh the crawler uh, was caught in the act in the photos. FIU police say the man was seen acting suspiciously multiple times in the library. Uh, a student at FIU says this is extremely bizarre. Uh, she was one of the people whose feet was sniffed. She said, I don't understand why someone would want to sniff my feet. Now, students were bothered to hear that a man had been snooping around underneath the table. Sniffing smelling, around? Smelling the feet of unsuspecting women. Now, no one has been injured in the incident, however, but some ladies say they're going to make sure to check under the table when they're studying in the library. The smeller is described as being in his late 40s or early 50s, about 200 pounds and about six feet tall. That's a lot to like, that's a lot of yeah. man to like shove under a yeah, table. Yeah, right? That's not, uh, huh. I wonder how, how do you not notice a six foot, 200 pound man underneath the table? <laughs> well, he is like, also, he is bald with short gray hair and a goatee. He was last seen driving around campus on a scooter. How do you not scooter. see this guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and he drives a scooter too? He drives a scooter. He's riding his scooter there and then just yes. sniffing feet all day long. Sniffing feet and riding scooters. Uh, well, if he is caught, this short gray hair, goatee man. he laughs to himself man. as he rides away? Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he is caught, the sniffer could most likely face charges of lewd and lascivious behavior. The scooter sniffer. The, sc- the foot scooter sniffer, yes. So if you have, uh, if you recognize him from his pictures online, you should call the police. I don't understand the... I mean, I know to, to each their own, um, but feet are just not, feet are just there. I don't understand the attraction to smelling feet. It doesn't work for me. Thanks for that I update. just wanted to make sure that everybody was, was aware of that. It's not, no judgment. It's like judgment. this is your own like, dating site. Like, no this is judgment. what I'm not into. I'm not into smelling feet. We'll take out clips Ladies. of this. This will be part of my profile. Yeah. Yeah. I might rob you if you're old. No big deal. I could see you with an older lady to make yourself feel more youthful. An older, what? Like an older small lady to make you feel like a giant. Why would I? No, no, that sounds awful. No, that's not. I mean, nothing against smaller old ladies. I'm just saying. Rude much? (sighs) No, I mean that's just not what I would be. God damn, there's no way to get out of this. Now you're just making me sound awful. Mm-hmm. Feet are gross. I'm just saying it, and then I'm just going to put it out there. There's some new fruit vandalism going on in Reno, Nevada. Oh, my God. Police say vandals have been throwing watermelons through windows in cars in Reno. In Reno, Nevada, you better watch out. So this has been happening all this past weekend, uh, most particularly Sunday night. Uh, multiple watermelons were thrown through multiple people's passenger windows in a Reno neighborhood. So watermelons are denting the sides of cars and also shattering glass amongst the neighborhoods in Reno. So uh, incidents Does are there costing... just a ton of watermelons in Reno? Like, yes. where, do you, where are you getting Several all these watermelons? Several cars have been reported to be hidden by melons, dented, and or had the window smashed by watermelons. I don't know if there's a plethora of watermelons that are being uh, sold, if there's an abundance. All right, I'm trying to think of it here, of who would be doing this. And I think... The people that are getting the cars, the watermelons thrown at the cars, they're not the real victims. Who this guy is trying to go after is the supermarket he worked at because he was an up-and-coming... Melon baller? No. Well, yeah, that was part of the job. He wanted that job, but that the head food when guy gets it. he didn't get the job, did it make him melancholy? No, he was... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to bleep that out of the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> No, this guy, here's what I'm here's what I'm proposing. This guy was he's been working at the supermarket 
Five years. He's been there five years. Working his way up, started at vegetables. You know, that's like the lower end one. I you thought vegetables, the vegetables was the higher end. No, well, there not at this supermarket. Vegetables. No, okay. this one, you know, you organize the vegetables. You don't do much with the vegetables. They just sit there. But the fruit, you know, you got to make like elaborate displays and, and stuff like that. And then you make the fruit baskets, you know, and that's a big thing. And this guy's worked five years, day and night. You know, he works on his off time. He takes the fruit home, practices making baskets and, and like fruit animals and tr- throw a whole bunch of ideas. But there was always Ted, who was like top of the chain. Ted was Are you there. still talking? <laughs> Ted was there in charge of the department. But Ted was going to retire. And so this guy thought he'd just wait him out. He'd wait out Ted. Finally, the day came. Ted retired. And it was this guy. He was next in line to take over the whole fruit department where he'd get to do the melon baller. He'd get to do all of the stuff that he wanted to. But then out of nowhere, Tracy, the new hire, she'd only been there for a year. Tracy swoops in. She was at some fancy supermarket in San Francisco. She swooped into Reno, stole the job out from under him, and now he's getting revenge by stealing the watermelons. And since uh, since he works at the fruit department, he's been faking how many watermelons have been coming in. He's been uh, doctoring like the, in, the, the slips with the invoices when they come in, and he's taking all these watermelons, and now he's taking it out on cars around that town. All right, so if you're in Reno, watch out for that. <laughs> Next up... <laughs> From flying fruit to flying meat. I like doing my little segues. It's like little links on a shitty chain. I don't know if that was... Yeah. Out of Danville, Kentucky. Police say that a woman was hit with a hot flying brisket when a contestant's temper flared during a beef over a shared cooker at a central Kentucky barbecue festival. Did you, did you put the beef in there? Was that No, there? it was in there. Okay. I didn't... I, I'm not going to take credit for that because that's bad. So police say a woman was hit with a hot brisket. After she got into an altercation so with another woman whom she was sharing a beef cooker with. <laughs> wait, wait. So, okay. At a Kentucky barbecue festival. Why were they sharing the cooker? Because they were at a barbecue and there could only be so many cookers per Oh, that's recipe for trouble festival. right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> recipe for disaster. Danville police said they were called to the Kentucky State Barbecue Festival after a dispute was reported between contestants who were sharing a barbecue cooker. Now... Mary Berry of Bardstown. Wait, really? Her name is Mary Berry. I'm not making that up. Oh, my God. Well, Mary Berry of Bardstown, Kentucky, told officers that she was hit in the shoulder, the if neck, and... your name's and Mary Berry, you could probably run any fruit department in, in any store world. you walk into. You would just walk in the door like the job is yours. Yeah, in the world. So Mary Berry of Bardstown, Kentucky, told officers she was hit in the shoulder, neck, and head by a slab of hot meat. <laughs> Now, police said that 42-year-old Mike Owings of Cunningham, Kentucky, who doesn't uh, have nearly as cool of a name as Mary Berry. uh, What what happened to her again, though? uh, Mary Berry was hit in the shoulder, neck, and head by a slab of hot meat. All right. I just want to make sure. 42-year-old Michael Owings of Cunningham told officers that he did indeed throw the hot meat because he lost his temper, but, quote, didn't mean for anyone to get hurt. Now, uh, Mike Owings faces a misdemeanor charge of wanton endangerment, police say. No word from Mary Berry. Man. That takes it. I, I wonder, like, what... He was just mad because they were sharing it? Because they were sharing the cooker? He didn't... Uh, he said he lost his temper. Uh-huh. And that's why he threw it. But he didn't mean for anyone to get hurt. Especially wow. Mary Berry. All right. All right. I don't know where to go with this no, one. I mean, that seems all, like a cut and dry It case. is pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. Out of Los Angeles. A convenience store... Well, 
a convenience store that we all know, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven has announced its new delivery service. Not everybody knows what 7-Eleven is, though. 7-Eleven is a convenience store. Yes. 7-Eleven has announced a new delivery service that it will be offering, which includes a $20 date night pack that you can order <laughs> delivered to your house, which includes ice cream, candy, Red Bull, and condoms. And, so a, the, and, a, and a pregnancy test, uh, too. <laughs> there are condoms. Uh, so the convenience store chain, which is uh, which a delivery service in some market, markets in partnership, uh, has rolled out its first delivery convenience pack options, one of which includes the date night pack. So the date night pack is $20 plus a $2 delivery fee. Contains a container of Ben & Jerry's chocolate chip uh, cookie dough ice cream, a Hershey's chocolate bar, a can of Red Bull, an 18-pack of <laughs> Trident gum, and three Trojan ultra-thin th- ultra condoms. Is that all it takes now? Mm. Really? You just got to buy some ice cream and ice some cream Red Bull? Hershey bar, like. Red Bull, some gum. <laughs> well, they also That's offer pretty- another convenience pack that they call <laughs> the Hangover Pack, uh, which contains uh, an extra strength uh, Tylenol, fruit punch, Gatorade, a large pepperoni pizza, and a sandwich containing smoked turkey and pepper jack. So these options right now are currently available if you're listening in any of these places in Los Angeles, Chicago, and the New York boroughs of Manhattan and Brooklyn. Would you would you be wooed by that? Yes, Greg. Yes, that's all it would take. Some cookie dough ice cream, a stinky Red Bull, and three sad condoms. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You went to the effort then. Actually, you didn't even go to the effort. You just, like, ordered No, it. you didn't go to the... You know who went to the effort? The 7-Eleven guy. <laughs> the delivery guy went to the effort. I think there's, like, some dude playing Xbox, and, like, the girl comes over. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll be here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tip on this? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and eat that ice cream. I'll be done with this level in a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So right now, if you uh, are looking to not get late after you order this, it's available in Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York. Uh, Greg, I read this story and it reminded me of you in the future. You in like 30 years. This is at a hermitage. As a, as a baron of some kind? Yes, as a baron. A tycoon? Out of Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania city is trying to force an elderly man to tone down the spotlights in his yard that the neighbors say he uses all hours of all days to protect his home from aliens. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was up with him until the aliens part, but yeah, why? Why is if, if it's on his property? Well, <laughs> neighbors of about the aliens. Okay. Mr. Arthur Brown, seventy-eight years young, say that he shines the spotlights outside of his tinfoil wrapped house at <laughs> Wait, all hours no. of the day. Is it actually tinfoil wrapped? At all hours of the day and night, because he is afraid this of this. Isn't like an onion story, right? It is not. It is not. This guy wrapped his house in tinfoil and he has spotlights. The out neighbors there. are actually complaining about it because they're trying to sell their houses, but little crazy uh, <laughs> Mr. Brown down the road with the tinfoil and the lights isn't like he's taking down the property value. Uh, so Brown's neighbor from across the street, Nancy Rake, says, uh, over the years, Arthur Brown's become a real problem. He's He has a lot of issues fearing aliens. <laughs> now, I would love to interview this guy, though. Uh, can Mrs. we interview Rake, him via the phone? Like, uh, do a phone interview? We can try. Because uh, I want to I know. Nancy Rake says that she put her house uh, on the market to buy a condo, but she can't get anyone interested in her property because of Arthur Brown's spectacle house across the street. <laughs> uh, Rake goes on to say, who wants to buy my house? A nice, decent house, garage, acreage, and uh, hermitage. A nice place to live when this Yahoo across the street decides he wants to shine his lights all the time. <laughs> Nancy said she's had a lot of nice couples come and look at the house, uh, but then they never come back because of his tinfoil <laughs> ranch place. 
Well, Are you kidding me? That would make me more interested in it. Uh, well, a judge has ordered Brown to take down his lights. This happened a few weeks ago, imposing a $500 per day fine if he continued to shine his spotlights late into the night. Did he accuse the judge of being an alien like <laughs> afterwards? <laughs> Officials say that Arthur Brown has not replied or, or complied, and now he owes them more than $20,000, but does not intend on paying it. <laughs> The city has now filed a petition to get an injunction to have Arthur Brown's lights removed. Uh, so the city manager of uh, Hermitage says it's a violation of the city's zoning ordinance to have excessive lighting that adversely affects neighboring properties. No word on if there are aliens there. Yeah, but what if he's just doing it just to fuck with the neighborhood? Like, what if it's full of assholes and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm old. I'm going to say that it's because you know, aliens. Nancy Rake is a fucking busybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what could I do I to ruin my her day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, see now I do kind of like this guy. I, I'm 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 down with what it he's reminds doing. me of like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, with uh, Elaine and David Duchovny staying next door and they're blinded by oh, their yeah. and their little workout <laughs> suits. <laughs> I dig right. what this guy's doing. Is it, all he has to do is just be like pantsless with it, and that's he's really up to the troll value. Our, his lights don't look that bad. Uh, in the chat at funemploymentradio.com/live, it's a very nice looking house. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't see the tinfoil, though. Maybe oh, just, there is tinfoil. Yes, there is tinfoil. Oh, tin yes, foil. there is. Oh, wow. That's It fantastic. just looks kind of like a sparkly accent to the colors. I'm okay with him. I want to hear his thoughts on He has on a aliens. very nicely kept lawn. Look at that. Everything's clean. And guys, look at that. His bushes are nicely trimmed. He just doesn't yep, want the aliens to come because of busybody Nancy. Who's probably an alien, let's be honest. You know, that's why Nancy doesn't... Oh, Nancy is the alien. Yep. Yep. That's why she's complaining to the city, like, he needs to take those lights down. Mm-hmm. So I can murder him. Yeah. Fucking so Nancy my ship Rake. can land here. Nancy Rake. Yep. Well, and finally, the story was uh, from last week. However, I haven't had a chance to get to it. And it was just so close to home that we have to do it. Dateline, Portland, Oregon. Oregon. An Oregon man is facing charges after authorities say that he urinated on passengers on a JetBlue flight from Anchorage to Portland, Oregon. I have had so many people send me this story. Funny story? It was exactly 24 hours after Greg and I got back on our JetBlue morning flight, the exact same flight, but 24 hours earlier. Yep. The exact same one. Same one, because they have the flights that fly in at the same time every day. Greg and I missed the goddamn urinator by one day. And I have to say, I'm a little disappointed. What, you wanted to get peed on? I didn't want to get peed on, but I would have liked to see him peeing on someone, because then we could have like, oh, had first-hand awesome. knowledge of the... Like, Imagine if we story. just started videoing that like right then. I mean, oh. this, was, this was gold that we missed out on. We missed out on gold, because we mm-hmm. didn't stay one day more. Mm-hmm. We should have stayed one extra day. Yep, that's yeah. clearly what it All was. Right. Well, it has been reported that 27-year-old Jeff Rubin, who will never live this down, was arrested. <laughs> no, Jeff Rubin. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Was arrested buddy. early Friday morning. Sorry, buddy. After JetBlue Flight 47, which is what we flew in on yep. Wednesday morning, or Thursday morning. Was it Thursday morning? Thursday morning. Yes. Uh, arrived at Portland International, uh, International Airport. A police report says that passengers and airline employees told officers that Rubin had been sleeping soundly for most of the flight. About 30 minutes before landing, he suddenly stood up and began urinating through the crack between the seats in front of him onto the passengers sitting there. The report then said he lost his balance while urinating and fell backwards, spraying <laughs> urine all over the passenger seats and luggage. How do, can you imagine being the guy like behind him like, oh, oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> 
Well, Ruben spent about five hours in jail. He now faces charges of criminal mischief and offensive littering. He did not immediately respond to a message sinking comment. <laughs> yeah, I bet not. Like... Uh, in relation to uh, people excreting things in Portland, just wanted to give you an update. The Portland pooper is still at large. The Portland pooper has not been caught yet? He has not been caught. I Clear figured... image of his face and he has not been caught. I've been traveling for like a week there and a half. Not... So... I checked. The last update was on August 26, 2000, 2015. No updates whatsoever. The Portland pooper is still out there. He's out there. He is out there. And no one's caught him yet. No one's caught him. God, that, see, that's again, this is a missed opportunity. People this are going to start thinking fortune. that there's something wrong with Portland, like our... There, there is. There <laughs> <Our laughs> is. We've got a famous pooper Seriously, and a peer now. I the mean, last like two big stories about Portland are the guy who pissed on the airplane and there's <laughs> the guy who's pooping on Powell. Yeah, that's it. Well, what are you that's gonna do? It. Maybe that's enough. Portlandia on IFC. Oh, you know what? Maybe this is exactly what we need. We need to have all the gross stories so that people don't want to move here. Oh, that's it. It's Portland a cover story? covered in urine and feces. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's true. I do see people using the bathroom a lot. Yeah. On the streets. Yeah. People don't care. I see them peeing on like people's cars and stuff. I can't remember if I talked about this on the show or not, but I did see a guy downtown the other day that it was, it was pretty pretty impressive. I was driving downtown and he was on the corner like, at a major stop. I can't. I don't remember what it was, but it's downtown. There's tons of people, and this guy walked right up to the corner and just whipped it out and started peeing into the street so that all all four lanes of traffic could watch him. Nice. And he just stared. He like looked around and stared just at lock everybody. Eyes yeah. Everybody. And I was you stuck at the this? stoplight. I'm like, well, if you're gonna do it, I mean, he's really making his point known that he does not care and he's just peeing away. Sometimes you just have to pee. I mean, you don't yeah. need to show everybody. Oh no, he was making a show of it. And all the other cars, like, we were all stopped at this light except for the one lane, all just kind of looking at each other like, yep, yeah, he's, yeah, that's happening right there. Oh, my God, Greg, this is the best idea. We need to start the anti-Portland campaign. What do you mean? I mean, we just make a campaign about the grossest, shittiest things about Portland and get that out there, just gross people out and make them not want to live here. That's Christopher Walsh in the chat says, Portland, we smell like a used diaper full of Indian food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should stop like romanticizing it because I mean, okay. let's face it, we clearly love this place. Yeah, make let's it awful. Let's stop romanticizing it because people, you know, are moving here because they hear how wonderful it is. Let's do the opposite. Okay. Let's talk about how terrible it is. All right. Mm. I can do that. So use our power for good. All right. So mainly peeing <laughs> except and for pooping, you guys listening to the show, all of you, have, you made wise life choices. You all move here. You're fine. Right. Anyone else though? Uh-uh. So, but uh, so so we focus. People are against the peers and the poopers. Everybody's mm. peeing and pooping in public. Gotta because people get grossed out so easily. So let's uh-huh. play on their like. All the, right. Yeah. Okay. Their grossed outness. I'm still not sure where to go. You're gonna have to lead the charge on this one. Okay, I yeah. can. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. This is your campaign. All right, there you have it. The Portland pooper still on the loose. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. That guy on the plane, though. I mean, that must just. Suck. Well, maybe he was just kind of out of it and like. I mean, because everyone's at I that time you where you anything. wake up in the middle of the night and like really, you're confused. Maybe if you're like like super tired, or maybe you've like had a few beers and you're like, "Where's the bathroom?" Or you're staying someplace that you're not used to. Well, my guess is he was probably afraid of flying, so he probably drank a lot beforehand. Because that's also a midnight flight. So if if he'd gone out or anything like that, he could have been pretty drunk. And then maybe he's like really afraid, so he took some pills. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're afraid of flying. I am what, afraid what of flying. I don't want to pee on anybody. Do? I don't. I, I drink a lot of vodka. That's what I do. <laughs> well, we, you know, we had a question actually that was emailed in yeah. um, to us from uh, Megan, and Megan is wrote uh, Sarah. How many liquor bottles can you bring in your carry on? I'm flying to DC in two days and need advice on what I can mix with decaf whiskey. Yes? Question yes. mark. Uh, you can bring so, six mini bottles. <laughs> yeah. So they're about. Uh, That's a lot. Yeah, you know, they have to be sealed. Aren't they an ounce and a half a piece? 
Or um, two ounces? or I think they're two ounces a piece. That's a lot of booze. Is it? That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I swear I'll just like burn through it because I'm so nervous. No, you can bring uh, up to six mini bottles with you. I mean, you. that's close to a pint of booze. You're getting right up there. No, I think it might just be an ounce. I don't think it's that much. Okay. Maybe it's two, but I know it has to be less than three ounces, so it's definitely less than three. Okay. So, um, yeah, what you have to do, I, when we went to Alaska, I had my mini bottles in my purse. I forgot to take them out both times, Uh-oh. and I just had my bag full of mini bottles, and I didn't get stopped once. I just had Really? Them. Yeah, I didn't get stopped for anything. Oh, I got pulled aside and had the whole search. Oh, no, I saw. No, I didn't get it. Like I, I mean, I didn't to... have the search. All right, but maybe I this was... isn't saying a lot for the TSA, but I didn't take out any of my liquids. Really? I had liquids in my bag everywhere. I had face wash. I had I had uh, my face lotion. I had all kinds of things like gels and all kinds of stuff. And my entire bag went through, and I had like mini bottles, everything. And nothing. nothing stopped them. Oh, no, no I had the And whole... I had our microphones in there that were that are kind of like uh, suspectly shaped. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Both I, ways. And usually I'm stopped every time. And I saw you, you not only got checked every time, but you had your hands swabbed. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was Greg on. Greg got the bomb, uh, the bomb swab. I got, so that was on the way back. Yeah. yeah. Where they swabbed my hands and like put it in some chemical tester. I was pulled out of line to do that. And then on the way there, um, I went through, I, I went through the, the, it's the one where it spins around and like looks for, I don't know, it sniffs for chemicals and metal. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm talking about? It. Yeah, it's where you walk in, you have to put your hands down, and then you put your hands above your head. Oh, yeah. There's this, like, swirly thing that goes around you, and I don't know what it does. It takes pictures of your naked body. Yes, it takes pictures of my jug, and mm-hmm. they post it online. And so I went through that, and then I, I got through it, and the guy's like, oh, wait right here. And it didn't work, so I had to go back through again. It didn't work. And, like, I had no metal on me, so I don't know what the problem was. And he's like, uh, sir, do you have uh, any metal in this area? And he was, like, pointing toward my growing region. And I was like, no. Oh, my God. I thought you said your growing region. I was like, what? My growing region. No. <laughs> no. That was. Why would you think that? As he pointed toward my growing region. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a hot slab of meat at my neck. No. So, so from your brisket story. It's a callback. I know. I just wanted you to oh, explain it. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much right now. So, so he, he did that. And then he had to do like the whole pat down and like went for it. I mean, he looked. So shockingly, there was no metal. But uh, wow, yeah, did he have to? Did he go all undercarriage? He wasn't giving me a, wasn't oh, a, honk, wasn't honk. a. No, there was no honking and there was no oh. cupping motion. But I mean, it, he 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 checked. You did look a little suspect. Why I, do I look suspect? I don't know. You look like you're up to no good. I'm it's not, like everybody walking. It's the because I grew my beard out. That's why. No, your hair is like all curly, and no. you're like kind of disheveled, and your like sunglasses are always kind of like hanging off the side well, of your head. Okay, that may be the case. Yeah, I can agree with that one. I mean, your zippers usually mostly always down. Well, that could bad. Yeah, that your yeah, shoelaces are untied. All right, you but I mostly, mean, you look mostly unkempt, and I think that's what unkempt. they look for. I have clean clothes on. Like I'm perfectly. I'm. Cleanish. I shower. Cleanish. My clothes are clean, and I shower all the time because I'm afraid I'm going to smell. So, no, there's. I, I think I'm perfectly fine. I don't know why I got uh, searched that much. I mean, I've been searched like that before. I've talked about when I came back, when I went to Jamaica, and um, I got that's when I got the full on the the honk and the and the and the grabbings and the, the ball honk. I got the whole the whole thing was <laughs> the rooter, you know, pretty much. That that happened in uh, in Jamaica though. Okay. Yeah. Why are you just staring at me right I'm now? Not. Like I'm, I'm trying. Just, to... I'm waiting for you to finish talking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had. Speaking of honking, didn't you have a little bit of ball talk? That, that doesn't even really work. Ooh. 
sure it does. <laughs> All right, I'm Craig Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it's a it's short balls today. Short balls, not a whole lot of balls. <laughs> what? What is so this funny? Thing suggested that you should <laughs> get a shirt that says "Check out my growing area." <laughs> 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 oh, you need to trademark that, Greg. TM. All right. Uh, like I said, not much, not much in ball talk. I do want to say this. You know, I did watch the Oregon Michigan State game at uh, in a Canadian bar. They they do tell me about it, buddy. There, <laughs> hey, buddy, get a couple of Canadians over here. So, one thing I was surprised about: people actually do watch Canadian football. They had it on on a side screen. Nobody was really not too many people were There's paying Canadian attention to football? it. Oh yeah, they have a whole league of their own, uh, Canadian football league. That's a great movie. That's. <laughs> I can I just mute you for the rest of the show. <laughs> so. But uh, but people actually do watch some of it. It was that was that was kind of the fascinating story of that. I was like, wow, people do pay attention to that. It's like watching minor league baseball. It's like, oh, there is an audience. They do for have that. fans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and now we're gonna get the angry letters from Canada. So so uh, though I was I was watching the game there. Oregon Michigan Michigan State, fantastic game. It was good. It was exciting. I do want to see it again. A um, couple of crying fans in the stands, which was fantastic. Was there any sad flute girl It was girl Oregon playing? fans. Michigan State won this time. Um, no, there was no sad flute girl. That's like the greatest thing ever. But it was every a- time you watch a game, are you just waiting for the next sad flute girl? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not it's even why- watching for the game. You're waiting for like the cutaways to crying people. It's why I love college sports because uh-huh. I mean, Oregon Michigan State wasn't so bad because most of the fa- it was a good game throughout. It seems like most of the fans were pretty cool. But yes, especially if you watch like. For for a layman's guide to college football, watch SEC games, which is the South Southeastern Conference, because for them, like their entire football sense of who last. they are, yeah. yeah, it's wrapped up into these college teams. And so when the team loses, it's devastating to them, like de- like ruins their year. You're horrible, and you're saying this with a smile. It's a football game, like really, if you're wrapped up that much. I like football. I watch football, but I mean, I'm not gonna cry over it. Why, why, what are you doing? I don't understand where you're going right now. You're throwing me off. I'm listening to you. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, um, yeah. So that's that 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 happens. I would say watch that. Watch watch some of those games for the crying things. Um, <laughs> if you're a horrible person, if you're a horrible person and have no soul. And then uh, on top of that, in the NFL, Marcus Mariota was fantastic. He had a, had a the first half of his uh, game in the NFL. He um, through uh, four touchdown passes, which is badass. Wow. So Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And he was the guy that was on U of O before, right? Yes. Yes. You know what? I'm just going to call Ball Talk. That's it. That, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we, do have, uh, we do have a birthday. Oh, do we? We do indeed. A very special birthday? Well, all of them are very special. Well, some, some aren't as special as other ones. Wow. No, they are. They're all <laughs> special. They're all special. So this is a birthday coming from listener Tayton, who Tayton is uh, in the military. He's in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. <gasps> oh, yeah, Kentucky. Tayton. Awesome. Yeah. We've had him here in studio before, and uh, it is his birthday today, so I wanted to say happy birthday. Tayton, you're fucking rad. Thank you for what you do for our country. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, Well, should we maybe say hello to our friends that are I think we should. here really quick? I think we should say hello. Mm-hmm. Because we have a couple of guests that are here in studio right now. And 
one of which we've had on before and then our other one who's come across the pond. <laughs> Greg, wasn't that a good accent? That was that was a terrible accent. No, no, because Steve told me that I had a really good accent earlier. It was great. You did, you did fantastic. I did I a great job, tell. right? <laughs> it, was it was seamless. Like, I would, what did I say? I was, offer, was I offering you coffee? You gave me coffee. No, you gave me coffee. Would you like some coffee? <laughs> and I was like, where am I? <laughs> like, am I back in Britain? I'm, I'm back in Blighty. <laughs> in Blighty. Yes. See? <laughs> Listen to this. So uh, our friend Steve is here. From Where do you live in Britain? I live in Nottingham, <gasps> uh, which is sort of in the East Midlands. So, you know, Sherwood Forest, all that nonsense. Please make some Robin Hood jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> I need a Robin Hood You really Hood live joke. by Sherwood Forest? Is everything like Robin Hood themed? Uh, Nottingham tries its best uh, <laughs> to milk whatever it can with that sort of folklore. In fact, the the Nottingham um, Sherwood Forest Museum actually closed down because nobody went. Wait, what, <laughs> wait, the one we went to? No, okay. no, that one, owner no. from Alex Rec is oh, here as hi. well. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the actual Sherwood Forest is a bus ride out of Nottingham, uh, um, and it's got this little kitschy, <laughs> terrible, literal like cardboard cutout. Um, like characters of like Little John and Robin Hood and you press a little button yeah, and, it and says it's like, like hello yeah. I am Robin Hood yeah. I live <laughs> in the forest and only like, Maid <laughs> Marian knows my secret lair it's, it's like the Normans stole my home it's oh that's sad <laughs> yeah. I think I think we went there and it was like pissing it down <laughs> raining and we were like there you go. <laughs> there's, there's Sherwood Forest Here for you. There it is, yeah, Sherwood Forest. So can, are you allowed to explore in Sherwood Forest? I mean, there's a trail, but it's like compared to like the, you know, the forest and that that you have over here, it does feel a bit like, you know, you're from a place with trees. Let me show you some slightly less impressive trees. Because <laughs> <laughs> your country tore all your trees down to make boats to take over the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And we're, and we're still bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sad to hear that the museum shut down, though. Yeah, well, that's... That's that's kind of Nottingham all over. Like I love living there, um, but yeah, it's it's folklore. It doesn't do a very good job of like, <laughs> representing itself. Now, what is your favorite uh, Robin Hood movie? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> <laughs> a little Brian Adams I'm, theme song. We're only talking about Robin Hood today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'd, I don't know, Men in Tights? <laughs> Men in Maybe. Tights is a good, yeah, one. a good one. A rapping good. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Steve, uh, what about the Disney one? The, oh, <gasps> yeah, yeah, obviously. The Disney yeah, one's great. Yeah. Fox. Oh, my God. That, that is a good one. That is the best one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so, do love so. me some Prince of Thieves. I mean, that's when Kevin Costner was yeah. really knocking him out of the park. <laughs> between that and Bodyguard. Yeah, Kevin Costner had a good run. A lot of people don't like Kevin Costner. That bothers me. Yeah. Kevin Costner is an amazing actor. Yeah. Yes. Well, we've established that. He's then. made some pretty poor choices, including some movies that have come out lately. But I, I like Waterworld. I was pro Waterworld. That's not lately. That was like 20 years ago. <laughs> well, that's... I love Waterworld. I like the moment yes. of silence where everybody just sort of like... Like, Kevin Costner well, can do no wrong. Um, well, and you've been here for a while, so you guys just went to Yellowstone? Is yeah. That yeah. Awesome. Th that's right. Uh, my partner, Tanya, is studying uh, earth sciences, so we made a special trip to visit our friends and, uh, you know, see all the beautiful American landscape. And yeah. Oh, so is this your first time in America? No, this is my second time. I came over five years ago. Five years ago. Uh, went in my basement for two months. Yeah, I was... I, was <laughs> I, I did a tour and then, like, ended up staying with Alex and Paul uh, and, what was it, two months there? Yeah. And then we did another trip from Portland so, over to New York. So, yeah. like, yeah. So, wow. He's probably yeah. seen more of this country than most people who live here. Yeah, wow. right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, little parts of it, you know, like like I said, I was touring, so it was, like, little industrial estates and, like, little pubs here and there. But now I get 
to actually see all the sort of like you know the beauty in it. Right. And what do you think so, of visiting Portland? Do you like it here? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I've, like like you said. It's like I feel like I, I know it now. Like when <laughs> I got here, I was like, right, let's go down this street, and that's where this is. <laughs> <laughs> and I know where I'm going now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, when do you head back to Nottingham? In a day. Tomorrow like, in a day morning. tomorrow yeah. morning. Uh, yeah, I know. So it's gonna be a sad time. Ah. <laughs> I know. Back to, my, back to my tiny grey rock. <laughs> but it seems like a rock you like. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 familiar. That's the thing. Mm. Yeah. I will say this though: you actually did get to see wild animals uh, compared to Sarah going to Alaska. So there was. That. I saw one yeah. squirrel. You guys actually saw a bear butt, right? <laughs> I saw the yeah the, the hind end of a bear walking the into the forest. The hind end. Uh, Alex is so classy. I'm like bear butt, right? Bear butt. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a lot of bison. Yeah, we saw bison. Saw bear mm. tracks. Buffaloes. We were oh like, yeah. We were like walking on this little trail, and we were. <laughs> <laughs> sort of spent a little moment going, oh, look, bear tracks. And it was like, bear tracks, we should probably go. <laughs> <laughs> Walk the other direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so in Yellowstone, they saw more animals than I. And yep. elk. And elk. Yeah. Oh, wow, how exciting. You know what we also did see? Shit apples. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit apples. Yeah, yeah. Were they yep. at Yellowstone? Yes. Yeah. Um. Lo- lots of, um, I don't know, like tons of signs everywhere saying like, you know, leave... Leave no Don't trace. touch things, yeah. leave no trace. And then, like, parents with kids who were just, like, stomping all over, sort of throwing shit everywhere. Oh. And, damn it. Like, and it was just sort of like, control your kids. For yeah. Jesus <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like a national park. Like, stop it yeah you yeah. don't realize what you've got leave it alone mm. <laughs> yeah so, well steve and paul and i were just like sitting there on the railings with our arms like shit apples scowling <laughs> <laughs> greg would say they're shit apples absolutely shit yeah. apples is still my favorite word that was the, those two yeah. girls at the bar in canada were shit apples which shit apple is a canadian term by the way so <laughs> oh, that does make from, sense is it from trailer park boys yes yeah, from trailer park boys oh, originally boy. so it's it's a canadian term imported <laughs> i thought it was a greg nibber original well i thought oh, so no. too oh it's you not. tricked everybody mm. no i've d- no i've said it i've said it was because when we interviewed Mr. Leahy, I was, uh, I thanked him for the term shit apple. Oh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. That was strange interviewing an actor as he's playing a drunk version of himself. I, he might have been TV drunk. Show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think, no, he's sober. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, either way. I mean, I think he I was know. at some point. Sure. Oh, yeah. we just outed him right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. And thank you, Alex and Steve, for coming in and hanging out with thank us. Thank you. Yeah, for, yeah. I'm glad this worked out, too. <laughs> and if you ever need to get any buttons or anything done, uh, Portland yes. Button Works. Yes. Yes. PortlandButtonWorks.com. Yes. PortlandButtonWorks.com. Go there. And Steve, where can people find out more about you? Uh, well, I guess my website, because I'm an illustrator. You are. Well. Yeah. I know you have wonderful illustrations. Oh, thanks very much. And likewise. Steve Larder, right? <laughs> That's right. All yeah. right. Dot oh, co. Dot you, UK. All right. <laughs> <laughs> dot co. Dot UK. Yes. All right. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, the McMahon Horn is back. Oh. They're going to be doing a show, followed by Guys and Balls, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, I keep forgetting it's Tuesday. So I know. Do a show. I'm like, I know, Monday, it's throwing right? me off, too. Like, I was thinking, I'm like, he's saying the wrong show. He's it's messing like, it up. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We will we will be back tomorrow. Yes, we will. We'll actually be doing a show tomorrow. All the days this week. All the days this week. Mm-hmm. Every day. Oh, God, and you have Ricketts Fest coming up this weekend, I don't do, you? yeah. We'll oh talk about that boy. later on. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network, 